Chapter 21 For a while, Fala stood at her window watching folk move along the concourse. Some on foot, just as they were, toward the portal, others riding in the opposite direction towards the trail, leading packs of laden horses. After a bit, the skies grew dark, as cloud gathered, blocking the sun. A stiff wind started, riffling the treetops. Vala fetched her shawl, glad already that she had sent out word that folk remaining should pack the warmest clothes they possessed against the winter that would surely come outside. As she got back to the window, a stable boy brought up her saddled horse and tethered it beside her door. She ran down to thank him, but by the time she reached her doorstep, he'd hurried away. Vala would have gone after him, but this time the guards beside her door would not let her out. Orders were to keep her from stirring up more trouble. The hours crawled on. By six o'clock, the wind was keener, and the sky was so dark you'd think it almost nightfall. The crowds had thinned, leaving just a few stragglers hurrying in their chosen direction. Vala was surprised to see how many were headed for the trail where they'd all go, and what they would do when they got out. Neither Vala nor Farewell had had chance to determine. But if the folk had done right, they'd have enough to eat, and Vala had packed enough potions and remedies to last for some while. First, they'd have to face the lake folk. Vala frowned. Such a meeting might be dangerous. Perhaps she and Farewell should go ahead to prepare the way. A sudden blast of wind tore through, banging her casement window first shut, then back upon its hinges. It smacked the outside wall, shattering the panes, sending shards of glass hurtling down through the wind-tossed branches. She leaned out over the sill to warn the guards below. The men were gone. Now, from right beneath her feet, there came a loud crack. The loft shifted and the floor tilted. The supporting branches were giving way. Vala threw on her cloak, gathered up her things, and hurried downstairs. Farewell was coming to meet her, leading his horse. Things are happening much faster than Yurov intended. I haven't seen the old ones. Are they still in the Hall of Scrolls? I'm not sure. Vala looked around. 
Where are the guards? I thought we were to be marched out of here. They're long gone, Farewell answered. At the end of things, I suppose even your kinter law and order breaks down. The wind snagged their mantles, blew back their hoods, then, changing about, whipped their hair across their faces. They mounted their horses and joined the ragged line of riders clopping down towards the trail. My lady! A large figure dodged through the line of horses, hung all over with ill-assorted bundles. Dimitar, her red face hot and tear-streaked, stood looking up at her. I can't find my boys, not even the way to my enclave. Vala pulled up, halting the line behind her. Where would you go, Dimitar? Why, to the falls, my lady, where else? But first, I have to find my sons. Dimitar turned away and would have disappeared into the tossing, shifting forest had not Vala called her back. You can't go running off now. If your sons are as sensible as I think they are, They'll be busy getting where they would wish to go. If it's to the falls, you'll likely meet them there. It's your best chance. Vala shifted around in the saddle. Down the line away, a rider led two horses, one loaded up with belongings, the other saddled and riderless. She beckoned the rider to move up the line. This is Dimitar, she said when the rider drew close. She is in my service. Give her her hand up into that saddle, if you will. It took more than one hand to hoist Dimitar into place, but at last she was safely installed and the caravan moved on. They're going too slowly, Farewell said, and called out, Hurry! Go faster! He urged his horse on ahead to take the message up along the trail. Vala pricked her horse to pick up pace also, advising those around her to do the same. There's great danger here! Twisting about and cupping her hands to her mouth, she shouted back at the top of her voice, Go with all speed now. Your lives may depend upon it. They were halfway to the falls when a faint whining came from over the treetops behind them as of a distant swarm of bees. Billowy cloud crawled over them, so thick that what light remained faded to a glimmer, and the trail marker lights began to glow. The whining grew louder and closer, so it seemed, 
people slowed, peering up with anxious faces. Farewell rode back towards her. Something bad is happening back there, and it's overtaking us. As he said this, a loud blast hit the air, and a series of bright white flashes lit the trail, draining everything of colour. Farla stared blindly at the bone-white faces flickering all around her. Those people at the portal, they were in the thick of it. I'm turning back, she said to Farwell. I need to see what's happening at the portal. You stay. Hurry these folk along. Certainly not. We go together and on foot. Farwell dismounted. I know the shortcuts. Come on. They handed over their reins into willing hands. Make haste. Keep moving, Vala told the folk around them. Don't stop until you reach the fringe. Stay in a shelter and wait for us. They found the going tough. For well as Farewell knew the trails, everything was changing. Trees were falling, wiping out the ways. Branches flew everywhere, while swirls of brown and brittle leaves struck smartly at their faces. By now, Vala, who did not know the forest as Farewell did, was utterly without direction. Branches and brambles tore at their clothes, their hair, as they struggled on, bent double against the wind. Then the wind stopped. So suddenly, they almost toppled over. The darkness lifted, giving way to dusk. They straightened, looking about them in the hush. All around, the giant oaks and ash and elm were lifeless and devoid of leaves. The glossy greens of laurel, bay and holly had shriveled on the branches. Keep going, just a short way, Farewell urged. We're almost there. On they struggled, stumbling over brittle leaf and twig, until all at once they pulled up in dismay. They had reached the pines just before the basin. But they were no longer standing. Every last one had been uprooted as by some giant windblast. But the odd thing was, 
They lay with their tips, all pointing up the bare slope towards the basin's rim. As if, Vala thought, instead of being blown outwards, they had been sucked in. Farewell and Vala moved upwards, picking their way among the uprooted trees up to the basin's crest. There they gazed down through the gathering twilight on bare slopes. The moss was gone. The bushes were gone. The two rowans stood stark and stripped of leaves. The portal was truly destroyed, just as Yurov had ordained. The folk made it through, though, said Fala. Farewell was not so sure. Wait here. I'm going down to take a closer look. He was about to move down the slope, when a cry came from behind them. A youth was struggling up the pine-strewn slope. His face was streaked with blood. His hair was wild, his eyes dark with shock. At the sight of Farrell poised upon the brink, he reached out and cried again, Don't go down there! 